developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. The 11 to 1 show. James Brown having us feeling good this Thursday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're getting on okay this morning. 086 1800 658 if you'd like to get in touch. And oh, it was one of those mornings. First of all, I turned off the alarm this morning, right? So the alarm goes off at 10 to 7. And I was just like, no, snooze, snooze. Then, somewhere in between me whacking the phone to turn it off, the alarm, I must have just drifted back into blissful slumber. And I mean, you know, like when you go back to sleep and you're just dead to the world. Like, I don't know what it was that woke me, but some sort of must have been divine intervention went, get up, you lunatic, open your eyes. Quarter to eight. I kid you not. We have to be out the door and in school by half eight. So it was a bit of a run around the place. So I'm still kind of catching up with myself this morning. Ran outside then to get into the car and horror. Sorry, what is this white that is coating my car? Frost. Couldn't believe it. Had to get the kettle. Fire it over the car. Quick jobby. I know it's not really advised, but look at Needs must. I didn't have time to go looking for antifreeze, defreezing things. No, no, no. Or scrapers or any of that malarkey. Fired it over the car and away we went. Three degrees in the car. This morning. I mean, it's the arrival of winter. Forget about autumn. We went from summer to just winter in the space of a day in this crazy country. Three degrees. But it does mean that I have the perfect excuse to talk all things toys and all things Christmas this morning because Smith's Toy Superstores, their top list for toys for Christmas has been revealed so what's on there? Well, you know, you got the classics in there. Barbie, of course, is making a huge, you know, having a huge moment. I don't think Barbie ever went off a list in terms of popularity and all that sort of stuff. But she's dead. She's definitely there this year. Things like Hot Wheels, Lego have all made an appearance. But, you know, the the likes of the Paw Patrols, that sort of stuff. So where are we going? Right. So we have... Coming in at number 10, the Squishmallows. You know, these Fuzzamallows? kids love these they're just random little sort of teddies aren't they they're very weird but anyway Squishmallows they're making a big one big comeback Heroes of Gujitsu oh my fella loves these Heroes of Gujitsu they're sort of they're sort of like something akin to Stretch Armstrong in the sense that they can stretch but they're filled with goo and they're these kind of like monstery looking guys so they're a big hit they are on the list um Heroes of Gujitsu coming in at number eight, or sorry, number nine. Number eight, Barbie Pop Reveal Dolls. So she's number eight there. Uh, there's sort of a different thing. There's like a soda pop sort of thing that comes with them. Uh, a pop style bracelet maker coming in at number seven. Six, Sharper Image Remote Control Road Rage Bumper Cars. That's coming in at six. Five, Double Shot Basketball Arcade with Timer. Oh, I think... I remember something similar to this. That's quite cool. Hot Wheels Mega Garage coming in at number four. 
something called a Bitsy interactive digital pet coming in at three. These things are, are very popular now. You know, these kind of robot dogs, this sort of stuff. Uh, number two, little live pets, Mama Surprise Minnie in the bunny. And top on the list, I am very surprised to see something from my childhood. I mean, what a what a show that was. But the turtles, specifically, their Ninja Turtles pizza van and figures are top on the list for the top toys for Santa this year. So there you go. And she, you know what, listening to that there, listening to that theme song has brought me right back to Saturday morning. Bowl of cereal on the floor and nothing ahead of you, only cartoons. I mean, bring back those days. That's what I want to say. Fantastic. So there you go. Smiths, the top toys have been revealed so Santa can, you know, get get organised, you know. It's never too early. It's never too early to get organised for that sort of stuff. So there you go. Top 10. Very surprised, though, the Turtles is making the top 10 list. And the pizza van. Sam Smith with Not The Only One. I definitely am not the only one that admits to doing this. 31% of pet owners admit to doing this or allowing their pets do something. Uh, more details on that on the way. And I've got music from Anne-Marie for you. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. Keeping the Clotterhead lifeboat afloat and ready to save lives at sea at any time means that fundraising efforts by members of the community are really vital. So one such fundraiser is coming up. It's going to be happening on Friday, October 27th in Callistown National School with funds shared being going to the school and the RNLI. So the event features the fantastic Drogheda Male Voice Choir with David Leddy. Uh, also the Clotterhead based Oriel Sounds group of singers and musicians who are going from strength the strength and of course the fabulous Callistown National School Choir. So tickets for the event are available in the school today, Thursday the 12th, also the 19th and 26th of October from 1.30 to 3.30pm or you can contact Siobhan, she's on 086 856 So that, uh, the tickets by the way, today are available in the school from 1.30pm to 3.30pm and the event itself happening in the school October 27th. Anne-Marie Shania Twain on Healthy and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now before being a pet owner, I definitely did not understand this. But now that I am a very proud cat lady, I totally get it. I do. And apparently 31% of cat owners, but I think pet owners generally, have admitted to allowing their pets do this. So, and not only that, they allow their pets to do this and they prefer their pet doing this more so than their other half. So, a new survey by animal charity Battersea found 47% find uh, now they specify cat, but I definitely think this is going to be for dog owners as well, find their cat less irritating and would rather share their bed with their pet than their partner. Oh, interesting stuff. And now, look at I love getting into bed right early. See when the kids are gone to bed or whatever. And, you know, it could be maybe nine o'clock and particularly when it's dark now. Into the bed, good book, nice dim lighting and then something that will just, you know, make this moment even better is the soft little pitter-patter 
of one or other of my cats coming in and just hopping up into the bed. And you know the way they do that? They sort of circle around, circle around and then they knead the covers and then down they go and settle beside you. And it's just lovely. It just adds to the whole ambiance that you've just created. I think that's lovely. Really, really nice. And then... You know, Derek, my husband comes in and the cat runs off and I'm going, oh, flip's sake, you know, you just you're, you sort of ruined that little ambiance that we were having. So one, one third think that there are moments when their partner becomes jealous of the attention that the cat gets as well. So I could definitely see that. Wondering, though, pet owners, would you agree with the 31%? Are you allowing your pet sleep in the bed? Or is it a big no-no? Or are you like me? Do you not really mind it? 86 658 Let me know. Now, I will say, you know, they can be a little bit disruptive, can't they, in the middle of the night? So sometimes, like, when I'm ready to go to sleep, I will sort of shoo them out and back downstairs to the t- kitchen or whatever. But I like it in that moment. So I'm wondering... Do you allow the cat or dog to share the bed? 086 1800 Tin Lazzy, Lazzy, Tin Lizzy, dancing in the moonlight. We are asking if you allow your pet to sleep in the bed with you. And you're coming in on 086 1800 658. Nothing like it, Sinead. My cat Midnight is always curled up at the end of my bed. I find it really comforting, says Jenny. Absolutely not. My bedroom is my sanctuary. It's the only place in my madhouse that's clean. Definitely no pets allowed, says another message here. Ringo, our terrier, is allowed. Love the little snores of him. Ah, no, no, no. Now, you see, if they're going to make any noise or be disruptive to me, I'm sorry now, they're going back down to the kitchen. Do you know, I I just can't be coping with that. Keep those coming in, 086-1800-658. Now, a 40-strong, uh, a 40-woman-strong team are due to travel from Centralstown to New York City. They're taking part in a New York Ladies Gaelic for Mothers and Others Blitz in November. I'm going to find out more about this next. The 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. Just over a year or so ago, some local women in the Centralstown area decided to do something to support women who needed an outlet just for them. A bit of a break from their busy lives to have fun and meet friends. And so the Mothers and Others Gaelic football team was set up. Now, a year on and 40 members of the team are heading to New York to take part in the New York Ladies Gaelic for Mothers and Others Blitz in November. And it's believed that they are the first Mead Mother and Others team to play in Gaelic Park in the Big Apple, which is a huge deal. Joining me now to tell us more is Cathy Ann Cowley. She's coach for the team and player Kira Delahunt are on the line. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm great and so excited to have you on the show. Cathy, uh, excitement definitely must be building there amongst the, the teammates, I'd say, at this stage. Oh my God, the chit-chat amongst <laughs> them at training sessions is unreal. Um, I think they're more worried and concerned about the outfits they're going than playing football, but uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely excitement building. Um, when we started this over a year ago, this was just off the charts. We never imagined that we'd be going to play in Gaelic Park in New York. Um, and, 
you know, given that there's over 70 members on the WhatsApp group and over 40 women going, it's just incredible. Uh, Absolutely incredible. It really, really is. And as you say, you know, it was only set up in April 2022. So tell me, where did the idea for the Mothers and Others group come from? Well, I suppose myself and my sister played competitive football for years. Um, but since having kids and busy lives, you know yourself, yeah. um, sport kind of took a backseat. Um, now, I have a background in fitness. So, um, you know, when you have kids, you're kind of isolated and probably, you know, take a backseat yourself in in terms of what you want to do yourself. So um, Laura had heard about this initiative by the LGFA for women aged 25 upwards. And she said, come on, we'll give it a go. And um, so we basically put up a poster in our local shop and invited women down to a, a start-up session or an open night. And um, we, to our amazement, 70 women came in the door. We nearly fell over. 70? Um, so like, that's such a huge, huge response to, to this. Massive, I, like, massive. I'd say you were totally taken aback. Yeah, well, it would just show you the need for it mm. in local communities. And, um, like, we started training. I mean, it was like training six-year-olds, you know. Um, we couldn't solo balls or hand pass or, <laughs> you know, I used to say to them, oh, my God, the other teams are going to need helmets playing us. Like, you know, we were <laughs> aiming to kick it one way and we were kicking it the far way. But, um, no, it has been absolutely brilliant. I have to say, out of all the things I've ever done, this has been amazing. Um, the feedback from the women alone, the social aspects, the enjoyment and uh, just the inclusion, you know. And it's great to be able to show young girls, especially within the club, that, you know, once you're sporting years finishing football, you know, there's always something out there for you. Um, and there's always a network. And I have to say the women that are involved down there are just incredible. We go training from eight to nine on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, after training, we go into three tea ladies, three wonderful tea ladies, actually, um, Anne, Nula and Marion. And they make tea and coffee and have buns and biscuits ready for us after training. I oh, mean, like, where would you get ins- that? That's incentive <laughs> enough for you to go down. Yeah. And, you know, you Absolutely. said something you said something quite key there you know the fact that uh, you're leading by example in terms of the younger girls that might be coming up along the, the ranks and, and showing them that you know it doesn't matter what age you are what you're you know doing in your life you, there's always room for the sport and to try and keep it up is, is so important Oh, oh absolutely yeah any initiative that keeps somebody um, at some sort of sport whether that be football or not is, is brilliant in my eyes um, to see women down there who've never kicked a ball, never played socially. Um, one woman in particular, she said that her mom didn't believe in, you know, like the likes of football for mm. a lady back then, obviously. Yes. And she's now involved. Actually, she's flying at football. And she kind of thought, God, if I played this back then, I probably could have played county, you know. Yes. So she's really, really enjoying it. And in my eyes, you know, to be coaching and to have played football, to watch these women, you know, instead of running away from the ball, actually running to us is fantastic. But to hear the laughter and the fun is just incredible. Like you couldn't ask for much more than that, you know. Absolutely and and the friendships forming has been it's just been lovely. Like, you know, we've we've hit the Leinster Blitz, the National Blitz, we've played teams near and far 
And, you know, the friendships and the bonds that have formed down there has just been incredible. And it's lovely to see. Oh, I'd say so. Absolutely. I'm going to bring Kira in on this. Kira, no date. you're going yes. to echo what, what Katiana is saying there. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Would you have played before or were you first time playing Gaelic with the team? Well, I, I'd played a good bit of sports in my time. So through school and through my 20s, I'd have played different codes of sports. But like the girls were saying, through my 30s, like my life kind of went on the back burner. It was very much about work and the kids and just keeping the family life going. And I actually met the girls down at the, the school gates there in April when they were kicking it off. And they were like, oh, look, we're, we're, we're thinking about doing a, a football team. Now, I'd never played Gaelic football in my life before. And, but I just thought it would be so much fun to go and join it because I didn't know anybody in the community at all. I'd lived in the area for around four years. Um, and then in the space of about a month or two, I suddenly had this massive network of amazing women uh, playing football. And, you know, like you can't go down the pitch now without stopping for a chat <laughs> to meet someone or, you know, heading off. And it, is, it, it has just been amazing just to have the camaraderie. And honestly, I, I'm worried for the fathers at time when we head off to New York. <laughs> uh, I hope the takeaway has the pizza base as well ordered ahead because <laughs> I don't think there'll be a child washed or a dinner cooked Not for the whole at weekend. all. And you know what? This is, this is part of this, isn't it? Because, you know, so often uh, mothers particularly, you know, they put themselves last. They kind of forget about time for themselves. Something like this has been so crucial then to make sure that you caravate that hour or so for yourself on a Thursday evening. Absolutely. Like when you get into my age at 40, you kind of feel that your playing days or you're getting out and getting involved days are kind of to a point past you. Um, but getting back involved in, in, in sports, is, it's just so important for women to get out and have a community of people around you um, and to remind yourself that you're so much more than just a mother or a wife or a, someone that's working. You need to remind yourself that you used to be your own person before all of that of came. Course. Being involved in Town and doing things like this, be it any level of sport, is so important to get to get there. And I think Cathy Ann mentioned, you know, you're looking at the teenage girls and the fall off of them playing sport at that age. Seeing mothers like ourselves getting out there, doing things, having the the opportunity to go and play in Gaelic Park has to be inspiring. So it's it's something that's really, really important to us. Oh, it really is. And how did this come about then? Was this something that was just brought up in the group or where did the idea to, to head to New York come from? Oh, I let Cathy Ann. She said it one day passing. <laughs> well, I think we were going on a, bu- uh, on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, we, we, we spotted an Instagram post um, from the New York Mothers and Others um, Blitz that was going on. And I kind of brought it to Laura because, you know, Laura is the backbone of this whole thing, my sister Laura. And I brought it to her and I said, this would be great crack. And she goes, it would. Let's do this. We can do anything we want to do. And I was looking at her going, are you, are you for real? Like, And uh, we called a meeting and we said to the ladies, look, um, this could be possible. Who's in? And straight away, 40 hands went up in the air. Amazing. <laughs> so we thought, oh my God, like I think it was May 2023 when, when we seen this. So we had six months to gather together. We're self-funded. Um, we're basically heading off to New York um, to play the Blitz on the Sunday. And uh, oh, just the, the excitement is, is impalpable. It's unreal. Now, <laughs> as, you, as you mentioned there, you did, you know, you played National Blitzes, Leinster Blitzes. But do you feel the, the girls are ready now to, to have a few wins now when they go stateside? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I'd be in trouble for saying yes absolutely uh, <laughs> as it's non-competitive but unfortunately there's a competitive side in me that'll never leave but uh, no they're definitely 
Like, I don't think the other team's going to need helmets after, after New York. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, is it just American-based teams you'll be playing against or is there other teams from Ireland heading over? I think there's two or three other teams from Ireland heading over, as far as I'm aware. Um, okay. But it, generally, American teams that we'll be playing. Obviously, people that left Ireland yes. and are out there Expats. working or whatever, yeah. and we'll be playing them, you know. Fantastic. But, you know, again, you're going to meet a, a massive array of people and make friendships for life. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know. Oh. Although, some of the women keep saying, wait till Turkey next year, but I don't <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, as you say, first, first in the lifetime. And you reckon that you're the first me, the mother and others team to, to do something like this? Yeah, as far as we're aware now, we've we've tried to do a bit of research just to to, to have the uh, have the say that we were the first women to do it. But we'll we go with that anyway for now today. So yes. We won't mind that. Yeah. No one's going to dispute yeah. you. Absolutely not. And I, I, like, I mean, you've got a lot of women already involved, but are you open to new members if there's people that oh, want to absolutely. set up? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We tell everybody, you know, it's 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 very, very inclusive. It's it's absolutely open to anybody, anybody that comes new or has heard about us and just the general crack, like um, on a weekly basis for training at the start, I would to take, you know, for women, they were kind of self-conscious coming yeah. down going, I-, I don't know a football. I've never even looked at football, you know. Um, so for a weekly basis, I used to dress up every week, Sinead, as you can imagine, it was a barrel of laughs. I'd be a farmer one week. <laughs> I'd be Barbie. I'd be a cow with others another week. Um, so the laughter was on me and the onus was not, you know, they weren't looking at themselves. They were looking at me. Brilliant. And, you know, women loved that. They loved that, you know, you know, I didn't care. I wanted to see you happy. And, yeah. you know, if someone had done that for me years ago, I think that would have been, you know, fairly powerful. So women love that. It's really, really fun. They're enjoying it. And they tell friends and then friends come down. And we are absolutely more than welcome. You're, you know, if you like it, you like it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But as I said, we nearly don't have enough equipment each week with the amount of women that come down. That's fantastic. And Kira, I mean, like, Cathy's, Cathy Ann's really selling it there. You know, I mean, the, the costumes, the crack, the camaraderie, you wouldn't change anything now in terms of signing no, up to, to this. Absolutely. If there was anybody out there debating on doing it, I would say don't hesitate for a second. Be it coming and joining us in Town as Cathy Ann, we're always open for new players. But if there's a, a local club and they have this initiative please go and join us. It'll be the single greatest decision that you've ever made. We've spoken to other mother, mothers and others' teams, the likes of Kalmesson and Dunsany, that are doing the same thing, and they're bringing the crack into it and having some fun. Anything that gets women out involved and engaging with themselves, it's it's a great initiative. So I highly, highly recommend it. Fantastic. Well, ladies, I'm wishing you and the rest of the team all the best of luck in New York. Thank you so much for joining me today. Lovely stuff. Thank you. Thanks a million. Kira, don't be late for training. <laughs> I won't. I'll be there on time. <laughs> Fantastic. She's putting her through her paces on the radio, making sure she's staying in, in, in with the training. Fantastic, ladies. Thank you so much. And wishing them all the very best as they head over to New York in November. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M.
I have music from Lyra on the way, but first it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 On this day in 1984, the IRA bombs the Grand Hotel in Brighton where British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher is staying. Five died. Today is World Arthritis Day. Throughout the world, millions of people are affected by arthritis, their lives being changed by the sometimes constant pain of inflamed joints. World Arthritis Day is a day to remember and raise awareness of this condition and how it affects the lives of those that suffer with it. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Lyra with you I want to dedicate that one to Jenny and Thos they are from Drogheda there's a request coming in for you today it says I'd like to wish Jenny and Thos from Drogheda a happy wedding anniversary coming in from Louise James Aaron and Heidi hope you're having a fantastic day just want to let people know as well that the fancy dress event that was to be held in the Parnell Bar in Stabannon on Saturday coming the 14th of October that is now rescheduled to Sunday 29th of October due to a local bereavement. News at 12 is still is approaching but still to come. A 90-year-old Connemara woman living life to the full, a drama based around a prison breakout and a multi-million dollar family popping up in my TV recommendations and we're going to be discussing the importance of nutrition during menopause. The 11 to 1 show. A major 90s band have launched a podcast. More details on this after Justin Bieber. For the times that you're in, you should go and love yourself. Justin Bieber, love yourself and LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazzle here with you. And I want to say a big happy birthday to Peter Corrigan. He is in Castle Bellingham and there's lots of love coming in from all the Grey family, especially Carmel and Noel. Hope you're having a fantastic day, Peter. Now, uh, Take That are following in the footsteps of people like Dua Lipa and Jessie Ware and they're launching their own podcast. So, Gary Barlow, Mark Owen and Howard Donald, they have created a six part audio series and this is all to celebrate their album This Life, which is due out on November 24th. So in the episodes, the trio are going to discuss their journey from the inception of Take That in 1990 right up to the present day. So the first episode of the podcast is called Take That This Life Podcast. It's going to be available from next Thursday. So not today, next Thursday. And then the final instalment is due out the day before that the actual album is released. So they say, who'd have thought after all this time we'd be adding professional podcasters to our resumes? It's been a real treat to sit down together and just chat about some of the things we've talked about before and some of the things we haven't. So they say, we hope people enjoy listening to us as we reminisce on old times and looked ahead to the future of Take That. So that is going to be really interesting for fans, you know. Because there's been books and I think they've individually had, you know, different kind of autobiographies and that sort of stuff. But this is going to be really kind of a candid chat. And what better way to kind of get more of an insight is when they're all discussing together sort of what their their journey and everything. So their uh, upcoming album, This Life, is um, uh, going to be, they're going to be, means that they're going to be hitting the road then across 41 dates that take in 15 cities, which includes Ireland, which I announced not that long ago. They did go back to basics for the new record as well. And they've been secretly working on that in the, in the States. Uh, but uh, 
said, Gary said, look, you know, in terms of all those rumours around other members that have left joining back in, he says, no, absolutely not. It's been years since it's, it's just been the three of us ourselves. So that's been pretty special in terms of this record. And that's the way it's going to stay for now. But take that, the podcast, uh, it's this life it's called. It's going to be out on all podcast providers from next Thursday. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Callum Scott has revealed the death stare he gave Simon Cowell when he appeared on Britain's Got Talent back in 2015 as Simon made his sister, who auditioned right before he did, cry. I walk on and I'm still fuming the Simon because he made my little sister cry. If you watch it, it's only a millisecond. I'm looking through Simon Cowell's soul at this moment. Go and check it out for yourself. Taylor Swift linked up with Beyonce at the Eras Tour concert film premiere last night. Among the songs removed from the set list for the Eras Tour film include Cardigan and Wildest Dreams. Troy Sivan's writing partner Leland has teased the One of Your Girls music video with Ross Lynch. He says that he can't say anything, but it's going to be everything. Horror movie director John Carpenter, who made the Halloween movies, has given his take on the state of Hollywood at the moment. He even mentioned the Barbie movie. Parts of it are thriving, parts aren't. Barbie is the biggest movie of the year. And it's like a billion dollars worldwide, paid by a woman. That's incredible. That is, that's progress. I can't promise you that I understood the damn movie or cared about it that much. It's just so different. However, I appreciate what she did. Appreciate everybody involved in it. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, that's nice words from John Carpenter there about the Barbie movie. Absolutely brilliant. Now getting back to the music, here's Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman there, baby, can I hold you? Now, as promised on this show, you know, the topic of menopause is coming back in focus again and International Menopause Day is coming up on October 18th. So we're going to be discussing nutrition and the importance of good nutrition and also how our food can impact on hormones. It's going to be really important. We're going to chat to Sarah Brereton, a nutritionist with Clean Marine. She's going to join us just after these. The 11 to 1 show. Having a well-balanced diet is crucial during any stage of life but during menopause your body needs some extra attention and care from changes in metabolism to increased risk of osteoporosis shifting your diet can help with getting ahead of future symptoms so are you eating right for midlife? Joining me now to discuss the importance of good nutrition during menopause is nutritionist with uh, Clean, Clean Marine Sarah Brereton she's on the line how are you getting on Sarah? Hi, Sinead. How are you? All good, thanks. Yeah, very great good. To, great to have you back on the show again. Now, there's lots to discuss in this, but just the, the, for the yeah. first part, what are the most common nutritional challenges that women are facing during this time in their life? Yeah, I suppose variety is, is definitely a thing. I think women get a little bit bored. We're mm. busy, you know, and it's trying to come up with options for dinner and everybody's got different needs and wants. So... Definitely variety is the key there um, from, from our cooking our meals um, and not getting enough protein. That, yes. that can be a really big thing as our muscle mass can kind of decrease at, at this time. We need to be aware of getting your protein, so your lean meats, your eggs, 
your fish, your nuts and seeds and all of this. So getting that with every meal is really important, about 20, 25 grams. So a palmful size with your meal. Amiga oils. Mm-hmm. We know we should be having our oily fish. 90% of Irish people are completely deficient. So, you know, um, and that can give lots of symptoms like, you know, having low omega-3. We can have dry skin. We can have oily skin, achy joints, poor memory. And they can mirror lots of symptoms that we might have at this stage too. Tiredness and fatigue. I think people are just eating on the hoof, eating on the run. Yeah. So it can be really hard and we can feel really tired and then we make the wrong food choices, you know. So it can be a bit of a vicious cycle, but both just to take it step by step and not be get, getting overwhelmed, making too many changes at the same time. Well, that's absolutely key. And it's great that you've brought that up because, as you say, a lot of people can go, oh, God, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting the protein yeah. I am eating. So it's absolutely small, slow but steady with, with regard to changes. And, you know, you know, yeah. there's so much going on in the female body during menopause. A lot of the symptoms are extremely challenging to manage, but it is possible that if you get the nutrition part right, it can make a huge difference in terms of managing symptoms, can't it? Yeah, it, I just think it's like pressing that reset button. Yeah. This could be a time where we've gotten away with eating certain things, maybe in our 20s and 30s, that now it's like, okay, maybe this is having a bit of a cumulative effect and with stress and maybe extra sugars and caffeine, that if we can make small changes... I think about 21 days, if we can kind of repeat that habit. I know myself, I get hard to drink enough water every day. Oh, yeah. So if you stick with that, yeah, it's really hard. And I'm kind of a cold person, so I find room temperature or cool boiled water with your lemon much better. Cold water is very hard for our body and our cells to actually break down. It uses up more energy trying to get it into our cells. So oh, that's very cool, interesting. Cool, yeah. Room temperature is, is more advisable for us to, to get in there. Oh, that's really good. I'm definitely going to try that. And I know a lot of people yeah. try it with the lemon. A lot of people like yeah. that first thing in the morning as well. So yeah, that's, brilliant. As you say, if even if you change that aspect of it and start to kind of increase the protein even, you'd, you'll notice yeah. a difference. And, you know, a lot of the, the problems, like you say there, yeah, we definitely can't eat the same things that we were eating in our 20s. And look, at, yeah. I think a lot of women suffer with the spare tyre around the gut. I mean, I can grab yeah. it here for you now, Sarah, as I'm talking to you. Aww. But it's, how can we, is that common? Do you notice around the gut area that that's where people are holding the most weight? Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's that tummy area for women um, and the hip area. So our metabolism will naturally slow. So we do need less calories per day and we do need to be doing, you know, more targeted exercises for that area as well. So, yeah, I suppose there's a few top foods that yes. would be really good to make sure you're incorporating in there. So, again, it's, it's not for anybody to feel overwhelmed and think, oh, I don't eat all of these. Just as we said, put one new thing in your shopping basket every week and make little changes. The beans and legumes, again, no one food is going to tick that one box. Your beans and legumes full of fibre. Fibre is really important for our gut. You know, it's really full of these phytoestrogens, these plant oestrogens we need at this stage that have been shown in studies. 
countries that eat a lot more of like chickpeas and kidney beans and fermented soy and all these foods have much lower instances of these hormonal fluctuations. Okay. You know, full of fibre, full of full of protein. So the beans and legumes are a big one. Just pop them in soups at near yeah. the end. You don't have to be soaking them overnight. You can buy them in a, in a can ready to go. Pop, make your own hummus, buy hummus if you're busy. Really good to get, get them in there into soups and stews. Then your oily fish, like we spoke about, really important. We need to be getting that three times a week. And Sinead, it's, wow, it's okay. not, people think it's up to three times. So myself personally, bit being busy and maybe some family members not liking oily oh, fish, yeah. it's impossible to get enough, really is. So that might be one we, we might need to supplement with. Then your seeds, things like chia, the flax. If people haven't tried the chia, really try and get them. They're little black seed. They're full of omega-3, magnesium, fiber. They're little powerhouses. You can add them in when you're baking. You can have them in your porridge, your yogurt. Really easy to do. So they, they will have loads of added benefits that women will feel in their skin and everything. And then it'll be just, the greens, yeah. Just before you go to greens, it's just to circle back to the likes of the seeds and the flax. This is an area yeah. now that I kind of struggle with because as a celiac, I'm not sure what I can have or eat. Are these safe for people who might yeah. have celiac or on a gluten-free diet? Absolutely. Oh, okay, absolutely. Perfect. And you get them in your pouches and just get the ground ones. The ground ones are really well if anyone has, you know, obviously if people have um, diverticulitis and things, they, yes. they maybe need to check with the seeds. But from gluten-free aspect, absolutely. Um, and the ground ones are really handy to add in. You can make up little chia puddings. If people look up recipes for that, we have some on, on cleanmarine.a too. They're really handy. Um, so yeah, absolutely, Sinead, that'd be, that'd be brilliant to include. The greens, uh, we know yeah. the story, they're, they're just so good for adding B vitamins to our diet. Lots of antioxidants and they just really help um, with energy and for hormones. And then lastly, let's, let's not be um, too boring. Let's have a bit of dark chocolate. Oh yes. At least 70% cocoa in there or 90 if you, if you can um, it's been shown in studies to be really beneficial for our health so if you get that little craving that little urge for something sweet you'd be much better adjusting your palate to that dark chocolate maybe two to four small squares so it's not a full big bar <laughs> but if you could get a smaller amount in there it, it, it's good quality chocolate it might um, satisfy that, that little craving a little bit better full of natural magnesium which would be really good and antioxidants too Well it's so refreshing to have a nutritionist on this show actually recommending <laughs> chocolate in their top five Fantastic uh, Yeah well I just thought because it can sound a bit like oh god all <laughs> these foods that's boring so yeah look have a break like literally include a little bit of dark chocolate <laughs> It's going to be good for you it really will and for your mind yeah. as well uh, So another area that I wanted to hone in on is the liver and the bowel they have such big roles to play in hormone health so what can we do to support these organs? Yeah so I suppose at this time, our liver is so busy. And I can remember being at a talk when I was training to be a nutritionist and the nutritionist doing the talk saying, like, your heart is only a pump. I thought it was funny. And she said, your liver does so many jobs, we can't live without it. And we forget about it there. And we think it's only maybe for drinking alcohol or partying. 
But at this busy time, Sinead, our liver's breaking down red blood cells. It's breaking down old hormones. It's breaking down things, pollution and chemicals and your, your over-the-counter remedy for a headache and all of these things. It's such a busy place. We need to support our liver. So... Um, those bitter greens are really good to be helpful for our liver, all those B vitamins, having loads of um, variety of foods, and even things like milk thistle. Milk oh, thistle is yeah. a nice herb to cleanse. Just check with your GP if you're taking medication before taking that one. But I would often um, see people around perimenopause and menopause that would find that very beneficial to, to add to the Irish Botanic Milk Thistle. Just supports the liver through this time. It's a little bit like our, our dryer for our clothes. They can get a bit, they don't dry properly because mm. the filter is getting all clogged. So likewise, we, we need to kind of cleanse that filter. And um, so it's really easy to take a couple of drops and a bit of water at bedtime. Oh, fantastic. Okay. And uh, talking about supplements then, uh, there are other ones that you do recommend. Talk to me about uh, Clean Marine Menomin and what does this actually have in it and how good can it be for people who are at this stage of life? Yeah, yeah. And I feel having worked in this area for such a long time and seeing people come one to one to me and they come in with so many supplements. And and I would have been that person thinking you need this vitamin for this, this vitamin for that. And you spend a fortune. So I do really like, I'm working with Clean Marine now, um, well, 13 years. I love that they we've put a lot of work in. So it's two little capsules. Um, it's a really good kind of all-in-one omega-3 um, different nutrients and vitamins together that, that they've scientifically formulated kind of for women at this stage in particular. What you've got in there is the omega-3 we said in a phospholipid so um, that comes from krill oil and it's really absorbable in the body so that's really positive and we know the omega-3 and vitamin B1 really good for, for um, functioning of the heart which is really important at this stage of our life. We've B vitamins in there. So, yeah, we I call them the BBs and they help us really get for um, for normal energy yielding metabolism. Vitamin B2, B6, B12, folate. So you have a really good array of those in there and they help reduce tiredness and fatigue. And that can be a massive oh, that's symptom. A big one. Yeah. Yeah. People just are so busy, maybe looking after elderly parents, teenage children, running a house, working outside the house. There's so much going on. And then vitamin B2 and biotin. Biotin's really great in there. So that contributes to um, maintenance of normal mucose membranes. So if we think our mucose membranes run from our mouth all the way through our digestive tract and to the vaginal area. So people can get dryness all along the way. And we know constipation can be a major factor, vaginal dryness. So they can be um, really, really helpful for that also. Fantastic. And uh, in terms of, you know, exercise as well, because, you know, a lot of us, like you say, the time can be, you know, an issue, but also it's kind of different sort of exercise as well at this stage in life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I just think finding something you enjoy, you know, yoga's not for me. I, I can't sit there quietly. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm, I don't know, I just can't, I can't do it. Whereas Pilates suits me a little bit better, but definitely a bit more the weight-bearing exercises. So yeah. there's lovely things you can look up online, join a little group, but that little bit of resistance, that the bands, the weights, even aqua aerobics, 
that we're doing a little bit more resistance to help with that that muscle mass because um, that's really important. I forgot to mention we've vitamin D in the menamin, which would be great for oh, bone yeah. health, Crucial. which yeah. can be, as you said at the start, a really a really big factor for people to keep an eye out for their vitamin D for, for bone health at this stage also. And someone's just asking here, do we need to get advice from doctors before taking this or is this pretty much safe for anyone to take the clean green? Yeah, I, I'd always say, you know, if people are on medications to check, but generally, you know, um, things like heart medication and blood thinners, people would have to check. You can take this with HRT, but again, I, I would just run past your doctor. If you want to send us in a question with yeah. on cleanmarine.ie or on our social media, um, you know, we, we can help further if anyone has a specific question. That's no problem. Fantastic. And International Menopause Day happening October 18th. So important to have yeah. a day of an awareness like this, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, it's really, really good. We'll have lots of activity going on. Um, yeah, if people keep an eye on our Instagram, um, that'd be great. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, as always, thank you so much for all of that great advice and for joining us on the show today. Yeah, take care. Thanks, Nate. Probably Thanks. chat next year. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's becoming a yearly thing. Thank yeah. you so much, Sarah <laughs> Brereton. Thank you. Bye, bye-bye. Sarah Brereton there, nutritionist with Clean Marine. You can find out more details uh, on the website, cleanmarine.ie, and you can keep up to date as well with their Instagram and socials. The 11 to 1 Show. There's a script with superheroes. Now, an infamous IRA prison break, a multi-million dollar family dynasty and a 90-year-old Connemara woman with an incredible life. That's all popping up in my TV recommendations next. The 11 to 1 show. Yes, we're talking TV and moving to tonight at quarter past ten on RTE1. Viva Mary, it's called. It's a documentary about a 90-year-old Connemara woman showcasing her roles as devoted grandmother, inspiring mother, caring friend, an intrepid sailor, talented musician and proud immigrant and the most witty storyteller. So she's a very vibrant 90-year-old who embodies this insatiable zest for life. Her extraordinary story encompasses feminism, emigration, art and education. So she grew up in a very sort of impoverished Connemara, witnessed the subjugation of women and was also guided by her father's love of art and the West of Ireland. After World War II, she defied conventions by dedicating herself to educating disabled children in England. And in her retirement, she embarked on a daring Mediterranean solo sailing life. So through poignant conversations, Mary shares her life, passions, fears, uh, offering an eloquent portrait of strength and the evolving role of women in Ireland. So that is tonight, RTE1 at quarter past ten. Viva Mary. Also on RTE, but this time on RTE2 tonight at 20 to 10, Maze. Now, this is starring the cream of the crop of Irish uh, talent, starring Tom Von Lawler. People will know him, obviously, from Love, Hate. Barry Ward, I'm a big fan of his, and Martin McCann. It's a drama that was inspired by true events of the infamous 1983 prison breakout where 38 IRA prisoners escaped from the Maze. So it was a very audacious operation that was to become the biggest prison escape in Europe since the days of the Second World War. So that is going to be airing RTE2 at 20 to 10 tonight and streaming. Actually, sorry, it's coming to Sky, I should say, but it's also on Now TV as well. It is 
the one family that you can guarantee will be popping up everywhere. Uh, it is the House of Kardashian. So no other family defies our time or divides opinion like the Kardashians. To some, they are admired as a dynasty of powerful women inspiring girls across the planet. To others, they are untalented and morally bankrupt reality stars who are damaging women by selling their life as a superficial fairy tale. So this is a bold and entertaining storytelling never seen before archive and exclusive interviews with those in their inner circle. Yes, including Caitlyn Jenner. I have a little taster of House of Kardashian, the trailer for you. Here it is. The Kardashians have redefined the American dream. The Kardashian women, they are superior to rich men now. You're kind of in one of two camps. I want to talk about them. Well, they've ruined the world. Oh my God. Anyway, here we go. Chris wanted to be more than just a housewife. Kimberly calculated from the beginning, how do I become famous? The sex tape was a means to an end. It was to create a controversy. What was it like working with your wife? House of Kardashian uh, it's looking to be really really good and it challenges us to think about the influence that they have undoubtedly had on our lives so it focuses on the, the Jenner family Chris Jenner Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner and it's a three part series confronting expectations and what we think we know about the Kardashians so it explores their rise reach and the cost that comes with being some of the most famous women on the planet so there you go House of Kardashian on <laughs> Lewis Capaldi finishing out our show for today don't forget tomorrow usual Friday crack Friday floor filler with Fionn and we'll be chatting movies with Niall O'Brien but that is my lot for today thank you so much to the guests and to you for your company I'll chat to you again tomorrow Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie